Welcome to the official podcast of Trout Porn Nation, your source for the best in fly fishing trout media from around the globe. Support for this podcast comes from 5280 Angler. 5280 Angler is your premier guide for walk and wade trips on the front range. They are passionate about service and wild about fish. For more info, go to 5280angler.com. Long live Trout Porn Nation. All right, here we are. Podcast 20... 28. 28, roughly. I got uh, a couple special guests in-house, so we will see how this goes. No script. Off the cuff. So it uh, may get a little wild. Guest number one. Coming to you from Wyoming. Chaz, what's up, man? Hey, not much. How's it going? Not bad. You? I've been good. Just been enjoying the big metropolis of Denver. It's uh, it's it's a lot bigger than people think, dude. It's a little bigger than towns in Wyoming and Montana. It's probably bigger than all the towns in Wyoming. Yes. And Montana. Way bigger. Kalispell. <laughs> Bozeman. Yep. Those are our biggest towns. Helena. And they're bigger than anything in Wyoming, that's for sure. Yep. Cool, man. Well, good to see you. Good to have you around. You got some good weather to get down here and hang out, at least. Yeah, that's one of the things I noticed is the weather down here. For it, Surprisingly, I've never been down here. And I always kind of assumed that like the weather was really similar to where I lived and to Montana. And it's really not. It's what I've noticed. It's really sunny and kind of nice i guess it's just enough farther south that that happens yeah yeah well i mean that's like going to albuquerque you think it's going to be kind of shitty and cold all the time because the mountains are right there and it's not it's like phoenix it's more of a flag stuff though it's super nice i now realize while you coloradans have your raccoon tan in like february i always wondered that now i know now you know why because we have ample sunlight in order to tan your eyes and or give you some skin disease. That is how that works. The raccoon eye is an in thing, though. I dig it. Uh, it depends. If it's <laughs> You're from not glass, a fan? Depends. I mean, if it's from fishing glasses, yeah. If it's from sitting all day and, you know, ice fishing or skiing. Uh, True. Really the dig the goggle much. tan? Yeah. That's cool, too, though. You can keep it. <laughs> Keep the goggles hand. Don't need it. This guy's a fly fisher through and through. <laughs> Goddamn right I am. Fly fisher, GTFO. Yep. And our other guest is our uh, Insta-famous lady. Insta-girl. Insta-girl. Oh, my God. Hi. There she is. She's Hi, guys. She's from the valley. Totally. Valley girl. Literally. Which valley? Vale Valley. Vale Valley, not the South Valley of Albuquerque. You'd have a completely different accent. You'd be like, "Ee, I know you're here." <laughs> well, let's get into it, man. You guys get any good gear from Christmas? Fly fishing gear? Anything? I got a Sims G3 guide jacket, and I think that was about it for fly fishing things. I just I kind of have everything I need, which is nice and. I got a lot of food and snacks and junk food and 
stuff to make life easier, but I didn't get much for fishing. But I really like the jacket. It's I feel like it's a luxury fly fishing item that I just now got around to getting, and I really like it a lot. It's very just versatile. It cuts the wind and good in all conditions. It's not something that even on a what's really nice about it is you're not going to get hot in it per se but if you put some things under it it's going to be plenty i yeah. think it's crazy that you've been fly fishing for a decade and this is his first guy jacket waiting jacket oh really seriously wow kid, kid lives in wyoming fishes in negative 20 25 degree temps and this is his first guy jacket it's funny you mentioned that because i always felt like it was somewhat frivolous like a jacket's a jacket I, I buy like a mountain hardware jacket or a down jacket or whatever and but now that I have one I realize how awesome it is and what I've been missing out on I seriously think it's one of the biggest things I try to push even in the shop and stuff with customers that come in is everybody of course wants waiters and boots everybody understands and knows that that's vital and nobody gives credit to a good waiting jacket they think exactly what you said you know I'll just get a good rain jacket but nobody understands the just features and the benefit of having a true waiting jacket and the things that you can do as far as putting equipment off of it, the ease, the fact that it's built, the windproof, um, rainproof, et cetera, et cetera. It's a super underplayed item, I feel like, in the fly fishing world. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, and I agree with that too. And I think even really small minor things are super nice about it, like the pocket placement. Like you can put fly boxes and cell phones in those pockets and the hand warmer yeah, pockets. You don't have pockets yeah. down on your side. One thing that really annoys me is almost all normal jackets have pockets down where your oars are going to hook them when you're trying to row, and it's not going to do that in the guide jacket. Yeah, yeah, they're really nice, man. I got me a guide jacket. Um, I don't know, three years ago. So they're really sweet good. to have. I mean, you can you can fish in anything. And that's the best part. Yeah, I'm excited. Snow, anything. Yeah, Yeah, I'm super excited to have it. And not to mention, they look really good in photos. You look like a stormtrooper or something. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can, I get behind that. You get what I'm throwing down there. Hey, man, Sims makes good looking shit, Mm -hmm. no matter what. I mean, that's that's hands down always. They really do. I agree with that. You know, I mean, they're they're a style. They're Obviously, function first, but they they keep their nose to the nose to the grindstone when it comes to style too. Plus functionality. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so good stuff. So I got a uh, a new lanyard for Christmas slash birthday from Western Vision Lanyards, right? Yep, that's the yeah. name. Yep, and they're really they're amazing supporters of. Everything all three of us are doing here. They're, They're a huge supporter of trout yeah. porn in general. But they custom made one for me with turquoise, since I'm obsessed with turquoise. So I'm super excited to have it. Because I had a lanyard when I first started, got back into fly fishing several years ago. And then I went to the good old vest. And then I went to the sling pack. And now I'm at the hip pack, which I love. And I won't leave the hip pack. But for guiding especially, to have the lanyard up front with everything I need as far as tippet and nippers and hemos gink everything else with a good fly patch on it you can't beat it so i got a really cool lanyard custom made for me 
Yeah, Western Divisions, they do a good job with their stuff, man. They do. It is. It's like the Cadillac of a lanyard. It really is. They even have, like, quick releases on them, so if it gets caught on anything or Mm -hmm. if you fall in, they automatically release for safety. They're obviously adjustable, and they come with everything on them, every option on them. You just have to add your terminal tackle, and you're good to go. Yep. One of the things I really found unique about Western Vision lanyards is I was on their website looking at different lanyards one time, and... I come across one I really liked. I wanted to get it for someone. And I messaged Lacey Silvera, who owns it. And I'm like, I want to buy that lanyard right there. She's like, that lanyard isn't for sale. I'm like, what? She's like, no, every lanyard has to be different that we make. It has to be for that person. It's personalized. These are custom lanyards. And, yeah, and you just can't call them up and buy a lanyard. They literally customize it to your needs and your your which types of work, like bead work you like. Right. Yeah. No, that's, that's good, man. I mean, it's, you know, it keeps you from having a doctor slick like everybody else out there. Yep. Agreed. That's pretty nice. I'm excited to use it. And I think honestly in a fly fisher's mind, half of getting out and fishing is, I mean, honestly, Nathan Moore says it all the time. It's looking good. Mm-hmm. You know? I find myself using my Western Vision lanyard a lot in the summer. It's just so nice to get a pack off of you. Yeah. And just wade around and row people and just have a lanyard. Have your essentials right there. Yeah. 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 I know those days where you can go to the river and like wet wade with nothing but a rod and a rod and net and one fly box. God, Mm -hmm. that is heaven. Mm Mm-hmm. Summer, come back, yeah. please. Yeah, we're uh, we're in for a long winter, I think. That's what I've heard. Farmer's Almanac says so. <laughs> Farmer's Almanac, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, along those lines. It has been a hard winter in Waitana. It's nasty. It's it's brutal. You guys up have there, had man. a rough one. I I love winter, but it's the the amount of snow's been a little much. It makes it hard to travel even yeah. the hour and a half you need to to fish and i mean it, it's we've needed it it's going to be good for rivers so there's yeah. that yeah well i mean that's the thing you know if everybody pisses and moans in the winter time when they can't go anywhere and everything's frozen and there's 15 feet of snow here and there's four feet of snow in town yeah it sucks but come spring come come august you're not going to bitch when you still have water that you can fish and the lakes are not super low. So it's, you know, it's, it's one of those catch 22s. It sucks, but live with it. Cause you're going to get the dividends later on. For those of us that are a little more South from Waitana though, we've been having awesome weather to get out and continue to fish and well into yeah. the winter at this point. Oh yeah. It's been great. I mean, we've definitely had some cold days, but the fish are still active. The sun's been coming out. Metabolisms are going, yes. catching good old winter fishes. You even drive an hour and a half south from where I live sometimes, and it amazes you the difference. There's all these little banana belts, you know, around different states, and it looks like you guys have had some nice weather for sure. We have. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the type of weather that we really want down here. It's just hammering the mountains, and down here it's kind of cold, and every now and then we get snow. So Just been staying behind the Continental Divide. It works. It does. 
It's fine. If it stays up there and there's water in August, like I said, man, I, I don't care what happens up there. And it's good for the ski resorts. You have 95 feet of snow and everybody can shut down. I wouldn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And it happens. It yeah. did happen, actually. Yep. Well, this being January 1, 2017, what do we got for New Year's resolutions for fly fishing? Man, I'm kind of feel caught on the spot. I didn't make any fly fishing resolutions. Weren't we just talking about this yesterday? Didn't we talk about what? We were. We were not specifically resolution-wise. We were talking about places we'd like to go. One thing I'm super excited about, and I'm sure we'll talk about the events later, but going to the San Juan for me is a bucket list. I want to hit all the lower 48 tailwater, and of course that's on the list. And the fact that I get to meet all these people and go there and kind of kill two birds with one stone. And from what I've heard about that river, I'll be back a lot, but I'm super excited. You'll, You'll be addicted after the first time. You ever been? I haven't. It's been one of my bucket list rivers too. So I'm Dumb. so excited. Dumb. Six you're, weeks. I mean, you're, Six you weeks. will catch so many fish. It is dumb. It's it's that fun. Awesome. Go to the place of the original San Juan Shuffle. That's it. So I have to ask if you were a bad boy this year because you always... didn't you didn't mention any uh, gear you got for Christmas. We spent a lot of money on the kids this year, man. So we just that's uh, good though. I'm always buying stuff anyway, so I mean, I've got a rod I got to send in for warranty, so I'll just use that as my Christmas gift. <laughs> I broke my seven weights, so I got to send that in. Oh, I got a spool. I'm gonna order uh, for my Lamson, and I got to order a new streamer line because I don't like the one I have. The one I have is just kind of so so heavy. I need a really like a 250. Rio has some new awesome streamer lines. Mm, which one is that one? Big and Nasty and yeah. some other ones that they've been coming out with. We just got them in the shop. Nice. Well, if they can uh, if they can do everything that I need them to do, you know, because I'm, I'm looking at the Airflow Kelly Galoop Streamer mm-hmm. Max. Yeah, those are great lines, too. Because that thing is tits. Mm-hmm. I mean, Agreed. It's super heavy, like a 48-foot head or something stupid. I mean, it's basically a chunk of lead for your flies. Well, all that stuff Kelly does is so specialized to streamer oh, yeah. fishing. Yeah, Kelly, there's Kelly's a niche got, there, and he's, he's got the streamer world he dialed, is dialed in. I mean, if there's if there's like three or four dudes that have the streamer game dialed in, it's Kelly. It's uh, you know, I'd say Brian Wise, Strollis, and Michael Schmidt. I mean, that'd be my like top four. Yeah, and uh, and Thomas, Thomas. <laughs> Thomas got the streamer Thomas game Manchild. <laughs> yeah. Thomas has the fly tying dialed in. He does. He That's amazes me. Stuff. That dude amazes me. Some of the posts he does online yeah. with his different, just he goes and drinks beer and ties all the time. I'm just amazed by him. Yeah. I have a fly of Machias's that sits in my office because I'm never going to use it in Waitana, but it sits there and people always come in to my office and they look at it and this is so cool, and it is. Is it steelhead? I'm assuming. Yeah, it's like a big green steelhead fly nice. of some kind, and yeah, he has it dialed it's in. It's just, it's a really neat decor item for me. Nice. Someday yeah. he's going to be with some of the big companies, I think, with flies. Yeah, he's he's a good production tire man. It's, I mean, he just he ties and ties and ties. You know, I don't I don't think he dips lower than like a 18 for something like that. So. 
It's funny you see. I mean, you see these guys. You know, like he's, you know, he's got his steelhead thing. And then you got guys that are tying midges and itty bitty shit down like twenty eighth. You know, then you get guys yep. up in like Minnesota, Michigan, and they don't tie anything smaller than like ten inches for musky. Right. Yeah. You know? Those flies blow my mind when I see those. The musky ones. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty big. They're insane. So where else did we talk about we needed to fish Instagirl? <laughs> um, we talked about hopefully hitting up what we decided BC or Alaska this year, right? Is going to be the goal. One of yeah, those that two. That would be awesome. We're those not sure definitely... which one yet. Um, and then in the next year or so, New Zealand. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say year because I guess it's 2017 now. So maybe hopefully 2018. And I was talking about even just... Uh, a thing for me the past few years is trying to fish every major tailwater in Wyoming and Montana. It's amazing how much there is close to anyone, if you really think about it. And there's a couple rivers I'd like to get. And I've knocked a lot of them off of the list in 2016, but I'd like to knock off the list in 2017. And there's a couple in Montana, for sure, The that would be good to get crossed off because then i'd be there i'd I'd have done them all so. yeah no that's awesome man tailwaters are uh definitely a special water you know a lot of special a lot of big fish in those tailwaters man but I, I mean i don't know i guess wild fish just get just as big too if the system's right right yeah that's the key but the the consistent flows and the consistent temperature uh, yeah temperature and the consistent uh feed insects and everything that's you know that's that's the easiest part about tailwaters is you yep. know you know what you're doing all the time mm-hmm. you don't have to go and pump stomachs or kick rocks you know hey you know we're gonna fish midges we're gonna fish sow bugs we're gonna fish x you know so it's pretty easy yeah i mean that's what makes them nice yeah if you like your fish big and you're fishing easier yeah um definitely tailwater and Man, I really like some of these free stones that have lake runs too, and just free stones in general have some really big fish to be had. But oh, it's yeah. not easy some of the time. No, the Shoshones one, right? Yeah, the North Fork of North the Fork. Shoshones, a good lake run free stone. So that's the one that just had the big sediment spill, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, the it is, but the lower Shoshone that had was the, the lower, sediment. right? Yeah, and that okay. is tailwater. Yeah. Yeah, that was quite a deal. I went to that public hearing. Yeah, I saw we couldn't hear shit on the... Yeah, I know. I was bummed about that (laughs) because people were saying some really interesting stuff. And you got your iPhone and you're in the back row and you couldn't... If you maxed out your volume, you couldn't hear those videos I posted. But um, it was cool. It It was nice to see people realize that they need to find a solution and it's not going to be easy. Right. I mean, because the da- what? Who is in charge of the dam? Isn't that like an irrigation deal? Um, it was it was uh, a construction company. I don't I remember their name. I right. really don't. That was working on a dam. Okay. By Willwood, which is about halfway between Powell and Cody. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I there mean, was there's been a lot of even at that exact time. A lot of natural sediment landslides, basically, that went in the river. And it was a combo thing. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't any one thing. It was a lot of 
right. sediment factors that need to be dealt with, and they'll happen again if they're not. And yeah, well, I mean, if you're if you're gonna dam it, you're gonna have sediment. Everybody knows that. So I mean, it's it's like you know, there's there almost needs to be a maintenance contract to go in there and dredge these things out because everything exactly. But nobody does, and when they do, somebody screws up, and then you get something like this, and then it's just. Oh, hey, we got eight miles of mud. Sorry. Whoops. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, fishermen. Sorry, farmers. Yeah. The list goes on and on. Yeah. I mean, could you, I mean, we've, I mean, you know, the Dream Stream, Dream Stream tail, tail water, isn't it? I guess it's not. I, I guess it is, but it isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Blow spinny. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's spinny, so, many, feeds into there's so many that are close here where if something was to happen like that, I mean, you're. This state would, I mean, they would lose their shit if we would. We had that's good. The majority of our, there. the majority of our rivers are tailwater. You know, yeah. unless they control them via the dams, like they stop them from moving down the South Platte drainage, essentially via the mm-hmm. dams. Yeah. So yeah, it's a bad deal. You definitely don't want it to happen. And I, you know, and I think that's one of the things that everybody's getting in, getting behind, and you know, it's dam removal is not just mm-hmm. you know, it's not like a hippie deal. It's not no. like, hey, it's right. just, you know, just the guy from Patagonia wants us to remove dams. So <laughs> fucking go remove dams. Some guy. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not like that. It's, it's an actual, you know, it, it affects the whole environment when you get rid of that dam and you restore mm-hmm. everything back to normal. Yep. I've seen so many articles lately on dams that have been removed recently and like within, I would say, the last year to two years. Oh, yeah. And the river's just reviving themselves. And some of the things as far as bugs and other life that have come back that had been gone for so many years oh, yeah. because of the dam and just the healthy environment that's restored and the success they've had because of it. Yeah. I mean, the, the what is it? The Elwha in Washington was like mm-hmm. a perfect example. They've had steelhead like all the way up there that they haven't had in years, mm-hmm. you know, so. Which is so cool. Which is awesome. If you haven't seen Damnation, go watch it. There you go. Yeah, that was good. In all seriousness. So, Steve, what about your resolutions for fishing? My resolution. I am going to continue to work on my double haul because it's not quite where I want it to be. You and me both. Because <laughs> I'm not quite hitting 70, 80 feet when I want to. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can hit 50 easily, but 70, 80 is kind of escaping me right now. Um, I hate when I can't hit 70 or 80 feet. It's just so rough. I'm going to actually work on – I'm probably going to fish a lot left-handed this year, which sounds stupid. That, and, no, that's cool. And arrogant in a way, but I think the more you can do, mm-hmm. why not? Agreed. I think that's one of the coolest things about fly fishing, right, that most of us are in it, is because there's always a new challenge and always something else to learn. Yeah. It's kind of the never-ending sport as far as growth. Yeah. Never-ending spurt, Chaz. <laughs> nah, some of us have it mastered. <laughs> I'd love to see Only it. those of us who have fished for six days and are now Insta-famous. Exactly. Pro yeah. staff next week. Hello. Um, and I'm thinking maybe, maybe I'm going to get a spay rod in July. Nice. We'll you, do you have one in mind? Not yet. No? No. If, oh, so know. many good choices. I don't know. I, so many good choices. I feel like going Reddington because like you, yeah. you can get in fairly cheap and yeah, they're for sure. halfway decent. Yeah, for sure. But good warranty. I'm kind of a snob, so I'm really thinking more of a method or a yeah. one. Oh, yeah. So. Even Scott has some good stuff. Yeah. And you can get deep in that stuff. Yeah. And my, my brother Echo. actually just got a Scott. Hashtag phrasing. Really? Yeah. Which one? 
Uh, I don't know which one he got, but he got a Scott and he got a Hatch, like nine. Nice. That's a good combo. Yeah, with two spools, two lines for like twelve hundred bucks. What? Stupid deal. Stupid. Through a shop or online? No, from some guy that he knows. Okay. So hook me up with that deal, yeah, please. No kidding. <laughs> Steve said stupid. I'm gonna take another drink. Yep. There's the keyword. <laughs> Drinking vodka Another, from another drink like. of your water. <laughs> <laughs> I got uh cut off. Um we talked about earlier about having a drinking game where when Every certain time people Chaz. said certain things, we took a drink. Like literally, Chaz? Literally. <laughs> drink. Literally. Drink. So, uh, that was New Year's resolutions. That was gifts. Chaz, you tie a lot of flies? I don't tie much. Okay, we'll skip and that. And I haven't segment. lately. On a, I, I can talk about what I like to tie, but what do you like to tie? Let's stuff. Do that. I, I'm really. Uh, you, you seem like a hothead guy. I do. I tie a lot of fire beads, scuds, and sow bugs, and I tie a lot of uh, soft tackle sow bugs. I love that fly, and that's just it. I mean, I tie what I use a lot of, what I get sick of spending money on, girdle bugs. Uh, Pat's rubber leg. Yeah, a hair's ears. Shout out to Pat's. Midges, just things that are easy to tie, and it, it actually saves me money to tie them because they're, it's, it's kind of silly to buy them. Yeah. Those are oh the, yeah, and and things that I just use so much that I'm going to go through dozens a year. That's yep. what I learned to tie. Yeah, that was like my biggest thing with learning to tie, was getting into tying and then learning to tie San Juan specific bugs because they're so small, and I literally cannot justify to myself yep. spending two fifty to three bucks on a size twenty four. Size twenty four. Yep. Yeah, and I mean when you know, I mean it's it's outrageous. The just, I mean, just the cost for something that you could fit four or five on your pinky nail. Totally, you know. I've seen some of your posts with your size twenty four. It's impressive. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Super impressive. I'm like, that guy's got it dialed in. Yeah. yeah, Steve's a hell of a tire. And seriously, I'll tell you these these people that are into the art of tying. It really impresses me, and I think it's really neat, but that's not me. I'm, I'm not tying to tie ever. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's one of the things, man. You get a guy that ties a lot, and he's going to tell you it's, it's how he escapes from mm-hmm. his everyday, For sure. everyday shit. You know? Can't get on the water? I'm going to tie. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tie anything, man. You, I don't, you know, I won't do, like, dressed salmon flies, but... Anything else? I'll tie, you know, I'll tie streamers from one hooks down to twenty eights, twenty sixes, whatever. That's cool. I don't like dries though. I will buy the shit on my dry flies. Well, yeah, exactly. You're not going to use many dry flies. You're not going to lose many. You shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. But I just I hate tying dry flies. God, I hate tying dry flies. Doesn't matter what pattern it is, how easy it is. Hate it. Just not your thing. No, not at all. So that will that gets us through fly tying. Um, winter cold, don't really care. Courtney, do you tie? I do a little bit, yeah. Dabble? 
I dabble. That's the best way to put it. I got into it, I don't know, maybe two years ago. Started tying a ton every night. Same thing, though, kind of like Chaz was saying. The stuff that I'd use up constantly, from as simple as San Juan worms to I fish Rainbow Warriors a lot or have in the past. So I tie those quite a bit down to your simple midges. Um, We'll dabble a little bit in streamers, but I keep it pretty simple. I'll be honest. I don't have a a fear of buying my flies. There's times where at the end of the day, I'm sure, Steve, you can relate to this. I've fished, kid, obviously come home, do the kid thing, get him to bed, and I'm exhausted. Oh, yeah. And uh, I will not be afraid to buy those flies. But some of the stuff, like you said, I just can't justify spending the money. San Juan Worms, Rainbow Warriors, Simple Thread Midges. I'm going to tie them generally. Oh, yeah. Yep. San Juan's is a big one for me. Why buy it? I mean, that's it, man. So easy. All you got to do is cut Chanel. Yeah. Exactly. Get home from work. You can whip work. out 10 in five minutes. I mean, it's yeah, no big deal. Yeah, get home from work, tie about 15 San Juan's, go watch Rogue One. There you go. You saw it, right? Oh, yeah. Priorities. What did you think? Dude, that was a good flick. Good, good, good flick. It, uh, it, it answered a lot of questions. It did. I watched it twice. Oh, nice. Yeah. I watched it once in 3D. I'm sure I'll watch it again here shortly. I've watched all the recent Star Wars movie twice at the theater and then bought them on DVD. So Rogue One's supposed to be like the setup to the other Star Wars movies. Is that correct? Kind of some backstory. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's before New Hope. Prequel. Yeah. Everyone can hate on me now. I am the Star Wars... I don't know anything about it. I don't I don't know. Star Wars Virgin, Star Wars, whatever you want to call it, clueless one. I'll own it. <laughs> own Hashtag it. clueless. Yeah, it was uh it was really good. It, like I, I watched Force Awakens twice at the theater and it was uh that was another good one, but Yeah. I mean Rogue One was really cool. Yeah. It was it was really good. I mean, you know, there's a lot of people that were hating on it, but it's it's pretty good, man. Mm. It, it solved a lot. You know, I mean, it it answered so many questions. It did. They needed to be answered because you never really asked the question before you started watching a new hope. When you know, when you watch it and it starts in the ship and everybody's running around, you're like, oh, you know, you never really thought of well, what happened before that. You right. just thought that was it, and now you know. We totally lost Instagirl's attention. Oh, yeah. Look at her on her phone over there. She's hashtagging stuff. <laughs> I'm answering Facebook comments about us going to the dream tomorrow. That's all right. Sorry, guys. No, so, it's all good. Yeah. So while we have a lull in the action here, let me say this. The, uh, the upcoming segment, which we're going to do, is the question and answer which is brought to you by 5280 Angler. 5280 is the premier guide for walk and way trips on the Denver Front Range, from the from the Dreamstream to Deckers to Boxwood Gulch. The guys at 5280 have the information and skill needed for you to have a great day on the water. Whether you're looking for a day of fly fishing as part of a vacation, just getting into the sport, headhunting on private water, or seeking to unlock the mystery of your local public stretch of water they have the experience and passion to serve you they are passionate about service and wild about trout so with that out of the way shout out to jay shout out to gino shout, shout out, out to, to jeremy ben. ben thanks for the support guys yeah. seriously awesome. guys i guide for them and they are amazing yeah i go. mean they go above and beyond being a podcast sponsor oh yeah 
They help us, man. Yeah. They are true trout porn supporters, and I love them for it. Yeah. So, well, you know, while we're kind of in a, yeah, when we, which we are in kind of a question and answer lull. We'll get to that in a minute. But New Year, 2017. The format will probably, I mean, it's going to stay the same, obviously, for the podcast. We'll change here and there. I'm thinking the frequency is going to increase a little bit, which I think you and I have talked about quite a bit. Yeah, I like that idea. Um, The guests are going to be pretty, a little bit bigger than what we normally do. Yes. So Get on it. Look for that. uh, Look for that. We're going to be branching out into the industry a little more than we have. We kind of... Stayed away from it last year, you know, just, I guess, just being rookies. But I think now that we're getting it dialed in, we're going to go get out there and uh, get up there and give Rosenbauer the shakes. I really like where it's going. I mean, when you get industry people and broader topics, we have a large, large listenership that right now that's not even in the WLB. But I also think it's really cool to get wlb people in yeah and it's just going to be it's nothing to be alarmed about it's just going to be a nice happy medium we'll be meeting yeah it's going to be a good combination we have some really knowledgeable people in the wlb like really knowledgeable people and it's going to be so cool to get some bigger names in that people know and hopefully draw in even some more outside people you guys have done so much especially you steve with this whole thing i mean you've kept this thing running through thick or thin and you've been amazing Gracias. I don't think that uh, Chaz can deny that either. There's nope. no one we can thank more than you. Thank you. Thank you. So I think you have some big stuff coming up in 2017, and I think some of the names that you already have lined up, especially with the fly fishing show coming in town yeah. next week, it's going to be good stuff. People are going to be excited to hear some of the stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm super excited about it, and I mean, to say thanks almost isn't enough. Thanks, man. Oh, yeah. It's not enough, just to be clear. Yeah, true. It really, truly isn't enough. So, literally. He's still waiting on that paycheck. Get ready, people. Let's see. We got some questions. Oh, you know what? I forget. We do the, I do this is my new thing now. Do we do the top three people with you? No, I've never done the top okay. three. Okay, top three. Oh, I love this. And I'm not prepared for it, but I love it. So, I'm so, going to go. Top three I'm people gonna go with dead my, or alive. I'm going to go with my grandpa, Wybert, who's gone. That's just a given. He was the big fly fisher of our whole family. Um, My dad did it for a stint, and no one else in the family really had that in their blood. I firmly believe that's where I got it. And he would, without even really having to think, he would be one. I think it'd be fun, like, to fish with, like, some of these famous people that already fly fish, like I'll just I'll just throw two of those out there for my other two, like uh, Kevin Costner, Michael Keaton. It would it sounds cliche, but I think it would be fun. I think there'd be a lot of laughs. And isn't Michael Keaton the guy that's got a good stretch of uh, water up in Montana? He yes, chases everybody off and hollers. Yes, at everybody big timber Montana. I don't know about all that. I I'd not heard it, but it you <laughs> well, know he does now. it could, yeah. But no, it's it's big timber and it's the Boulder River. Yeah, okay. he's up in there. Okay. Yeah, we'd we'd see him around in different Montana towns and so I've seen him before. 
Did you ever tell him he was the best Batman? <laughs> I didn't know. Well, you probably He's, should. A lot of those guys are, it's funny, those people, some of them are just like normal everyday people, and others like him are really nervous and antsy and watching f- for yeah. stuff, and he's well, kind of that way when yeah. I saw him. Well, I'm sure they get that like weird fan every now and then that's like, oh, I'm going to give him a skinned rabbit and throw it on his car, <laughs> you know? Yeah. He would like that. Or I'm going to give him a pair of crow wings or something stupid like that, you know? Yeah. So I guess that's my, f- my three, Gramps, Michael, and Kevin. All right. We'll go with that. Would you talk about Tatanka and whatnot? <laughs> yeah, Tatanka. <laughs> oh, that guy. I, I really like Kevin Costner. He's made some great movies. And, man, he's caught on recently. Holy cow, he's made a lot of movies in recent yeah. years. I seriously thought one of your people would be Blake Shelton. I'm oh, not that even would joking. be fun, huh? <laughs> I was waiting for I, somebody. I'd like imagine that. he's pretty yeah. green and never picked up a fly rod, but boy, I good call. I, I would really enjoy that. Yeah. Sure, that'd be like your number one. Now that you mention it, it would. I'd I'd have to give uh, Michael Keaton the shaft and throw Blake in there. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, sounds kinky. <laughs> Phrasing. <Cool>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Court. All right. Mine aren't that exciting, but um, actually on my guide profile on 5280, this is one of the questions and one person that we'd fished with, and I actually put down Bob Marley. Okay. Sounds weird, I know, but I've always been a huge Bob Marley fan from my competitive snowboarding days on. Just somebody So I've obviously loved. they don't do UAs at uh, <laughs> the fly shop? You know, no, they don't. All right. <laughs> Um, second is actually somebody that I have fished with, which sounds weird, but I would love to fish with again and spend more time with. And his name is Doug Ouellette. Okay. And when I did my big road trip this summer, I fished with him in Nevada for a couple of days. And the guy is just incredible. He's one of the kind of foremost guys on shortline nymphing in the U S okay. and I just have this total interest and obsession with shortline nymphing. Um, and just the history behind it and everything about it and the reason it works so well, and he just knows the stuff. So if I could spend more time on the water with him, I would love to. Nice. So, okay, not to detract from anything else. So he's also involved in a, I'm I'm guessing it's a recent startup guide service out of Pyramid, right? He is, yeah, his own. Okay. It's semi-recent, like the last couple seasons. I think that he was... Um, in another guide service and then split off into his own thing. Okay. But the guy has literally been fishing for decades. He's done stuff with the U.S. fly fishing team, um, et cetera, et cetera. And he's just one of those guys that when you get out on the water, not only does he just know his stuff, but it's a blast. And you don't feel like you're being schooled. You don't feel like it's this guy who knows he knows all this stuff. He's super humble. And he just wants to make sure everybody understands what he's passionate about and why he's passionate about it and the history behind it. Um, he was the first person I actually learned that shortline nymphing actually started in the U.S., not in Europe. Oh, nice. <laughs> Even though it's called Euro nymphing. Yeah. Um, and obviously there's long line nymphing and short line. But, yeah, so I spent some time with him this summer, and I would give anything to spend some more time with him. He's just so knowledgeable. And then third is a little cliched, especially for me being a female. I'm not going to lie, but I would love to fish with April Bokey. I really would. I'm just going to say it. Nice. Crickets. Crickets. I really would. I would love to meet her and just spend some time with her at the end of the day. Yeah. 
She's definitely really well known. I mean, she was on Good Morning America for Pete's sakes. And yeah, yeah I mean, that's that's kind of the big name right now. Well, not just right now. It has been for a few years. Well, yeah, it's been for a long time. And there's others that are right there with her, but it, it really is. It's, yeah. No, I'm just, just some kidding. of the big women names. I mean, there's several that I would there love is. to, but I would love to just get out on the water. Again, I know it's cliched because I'm a woman, but I would just love to get out with some of those women that are powerful and have a name in the industry and just, you know, her included yeah. in them, but yeah. other ones as well. Yeah, no, I I hear you. We we joke a lot, and it's it's mostly because of, uh, I don't know, I would guess certain attitudes towards posting fish, not posting fish, Agreed. not holding fish. Holding other but, people's fish. But, yeah. Well, oh, God, don't get into that. <laughs> that is a whole different ball of wax. Hashtag John Hand. Yeah. Um, but I will say this. I actually sat down and I listened to one of her last podcasts, which was the podcast on with the scientist that did the big keep them wet mm-hmm. study on, on Steelhead up in BC. And that was actually pretty decent. Nice. Now, don't go listen to her podcast. Rate, review, <laughs> yes. subscribe and to, to this ours. one. But it's it's a good listen. I'll say that it was it was pretty informative, and there's a lot of good info. In what it. do you think's the biggest thing you took away from that? Out of curiosity, uh, honestly, it, it's the mortality of the fish is is really dependent on length of fight and exposure. So. In exposure, did they talk about like different temperatures and that kind of stuff, or just general exposure period out of water? Just a general out of water. Okay. So, because I know that's a question that comes up even on the world leaderboard a lot is like, how cold is too cold to even pull them out? Right. So, and that's you know, and that's one of the things that we stress is, hey, if you're if you're fishing and it's cold, prepare, get your GoPro, set it on a timer, set your set your phone on, keep the fish submerged. Keep it submerged, pull it out for two seconds, put it back in, done. Yeah, there's so many extra things when you get into this negative temps to remember, and one of them is to take your gloves off. Yeah. And there's just a lot of them. And you know, keep it out of the snow. Yeah. Don't let it touch metal. I mean, it's it's the obvious shit that you wouldn't do with your wet skin. Yeah, and I mean, coming on here, you know, is basically the trout port owner i guess i just i think like the the best thing i can stress as far as um what we're about is catch photograph and release and uh, a notch farther than that is just being ethical about it right and whether ethical is wet photos underwater photos if that's your version of ethical more power to you right and sometimes ethical us, is no photo at all right and and a lot of us believe you know a grip and grin is way ethical and yes. more power to you too i i tend to run along the, that line of thinking yeah. especially you know when i've caught fish like spike three times and i, I that's field testing that it works yeah i mean if it's if it's done right do it i mean keep doing it there's a natural level of mortality with catch and release, period. Right. I think that's been proven over and exactly. over at this yeah. point. Um, but it's just being smart and like-minded about it, I guess. Yeah. Just I mean, it's it's being smart. It's, it's it's a you know, people got, people have got to get past the, hey, it's just a fish. It's a, it's a resource. And it's yeah. a resource that's got to be there, that's been there forever, and we want it to be there forever. 
I've seen Agreed. an extra high amount of comments lately, and probably Court has seen them too on Instagram and Facebook both, but it, it kind of makes makes me laugh. And I say that, it kind of, it's really, what I'm seeing is people are basically saying, hey, if you hold a fish four feet out of the water, it's going to die. And if you hold it out two inches out of the water, it's not. It just kind of makes me laugh how carried away people get sometimes. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, they, you know, they, they're, They'll come at you with, oh, you're crushing its heart, and oh, look at your fingers, and look how indented it is, and four feet, two inches above the water, four feet above the the water. water. Gravity is not going to fluctuate that much. It's not hurting the fish the higher you go. Now, if it flops on a rock, sure. I think it's just being knowledgeable at the end of the day. So it is, if you're truly going to get into fly fishing and catch and release, and you're going to get behind the grip and grin whatever you want to call it, it is understanding and making sure you're knowledgeable in the anatomy of the fish. Right. So not just how far are you holding out of the fish, how are you holding the fish? I do think that counts. I do think that you do need to be knowledgeable on that. I mean, perfect example is, uh, I don't even know what today's Sunday. So Friday it was, I went to Decker's. We had Jordan out there and right. Hannah out there. Jordan got to um, actually hook, fight, and net one of his first fish. He's done a few, but it was a right. good sized fish. And I, we just took a couple minutes with him to show him how to lift it out of the net and to literally go over, you know, heart, lungs, productive yep. anatomy, important anatomy, gently hold, hold here. That's the stuff that matters at the end of the day is to yeah. pass the knowledge on to new anglers. For those of us who have been around for a little while, do have that understanding. And that's what's going to make catch and release successful at the yeah. end of the day. Whether it's four inches or two inches, fine. How are you holding the fish? How long are they staying out? How are you educating the other people around you to keep it in the net till you're ready, getting your stuff ready, just like you guys are talking about? Yep. Well, some of the things we see, like in the Trout Porn World Leaderboard, the WLB, it becomes very obvious when something is truly unethical, like a, a real hard squeeze or a dirt nap or... Oh, yeah. Rock nap, snow, uh, nap, snow nap, ice yeah. nap. I mean... Those things, uh, when you post those, you're going to hear about it in short order because oh, yeah. they're obviously unethical. Right. Some of these other areas, I've just seen a lot of carried awayness lately of where, what people think is unethical. Is that and, an yeah, official they word? Have no, yeah. Carried they have awayness? no real working knowledge of what they're running around saying to everyone. Yeah. I, I'm a fan. I like the ones on, you know, that you'll see with and the dudes holding like a two foot brown. And two foot, you know, two foot brown is going to be thick. It's going to yeah. be fat. Yep. He's and, not squeezing you know, him. It's just the belly. It it's just resting. You know, he's got a good tail hold, and he's resting mm-hmm. it up by the dorsals. And people are like, "Oh my god, you're squeezing that fish to death." Yeah. You know, I'm like, "Dude, shut the you fuck up." You see it so much. Go back to the PETA page. Shut up. And this is why we're 18 plus, folks. Yeah. 18 plus. Well, that's exactly why. Well, that's right. I think it's part of why there's an eye roll emoticon, you know. Yeah. Throw Catch and release out. specifically is part of yeah. the reason that there's an eye roll emoticon. That's yeah. why Is it was that made. the statement you're making, yep, Chaz yep. Arthur, CEO of Trapporn? Yep, they yep. made it for us. No, I, yeah, if you're going to talk about it, know what you're talking about. That's, I mean, that's one of my biggest things. Yeah. Don't be afraid to educate yourself and let others educate you in a kind manner educate. and to accept the education. Educate yourself and be ethical people. Yep. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on.
soapbox over. <laughs> yes. So let's do this one. Do you tapered leaders or custom made leaders? How do you roll? I roll with tapered and I really like these custom made leaders and I have a lot of buddies using them and they do real well with them. And I've seen the YouTubes on how to make them. And to be perfectly honest, I just haven't sat down and taken the time to make one. I think I would love it, but I just haven't. I just, I pay the $3 and I go fish. Mm. I'm a mixed hat on this one. So I definitely use tapered leaders, Mm -hmm. um, especially when I'm guiding quick, easy, um, short lane nymphing, custom made. I do my own leaders. Um, semi-custom, I guess would be the right word, streamers. When I take my tapered leaders and I eat up into them, I keep the buttons in my car. I have a built-in drawer system in the back of my car, and I keep a whole pile of them. And then I use those for streamer leaders later, which I guess would be considered semi-custom leaders. Oh, yeah. So I'm a little bit of a mixed bag on that. It really depends on what technique I'm fishing, where I'm fishing, how I'm fishing, and is it am I fishing with me? Am I fishing with a client? Am I doing what Chaz said and I'm just like dead set on getting on the water? Or am I trying to improve a technique that day? I'm a very I can go all the above, to be honest. Yeah. I mean if you've if you've listened to the podcast in the last six months, you've heard me say that the end of the tapered leader, mouse leader. Mouse leader, streamer leader. That's all you need. Sure is. I'm going to start packaging that shit and selling it, too. <laughs> yeah. Recycling. Yep. Upcycling. Upcycling. Yeah. I do I do mixed. I mean, it's not really mixed. I mean, I've got I've got a furled leader that I've been using quite a bit for the salmon. What do you long. think of that? I'm out oh, of curiosity. God, I love it. I've, co- I've fished one love so it. far in my quote-unquote career, I guess, if you'd call it that, in fly fishing, and it's interesting. I have... I've I haven't made a decision on it yet. What do you Absolutely. love about it? Everything. <laughs> I mean everything about it. It's 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 kind of acts like a natural like an extension of the line. Yeah. You know, so you're you're almost fishing a you know, you're you're fishing a, a shorter section of tip it almost to your flies Right. because it kind of acts as a fly line in right. the ass end of it. But at the same time the f- you know, it's the fish can't see it. Right. Understood. So it's you know, it's it's almost like a midge tip. Right. I guess if I, I just know compare. so many people who swear by those. Just I swear like by it. them. Um if I do have to make any suggestions if you're gonna go out and buy a furled leader, try and get one with a tippet ring on the end. I've got one that's just it's just the loop. Yeah. So from fishing it, my you know, the loop was you know, it was like a teardrop worn. and now it's now it's real, real pointy, so it's kinda yeah. a pain in the ass to get into. But you I mean, can always it, add a tippet or a tippet ring on the end though, too. You can go buy those if it doesn't come with one, right? right? Right. So you have yeah. that option too. Yeah. I mean, I, I really like it, man. It turns over big bugs. It turns over small bugs. It's real delicate. Mm-hmm. I used it at the San Juan. It actually, it'll hold your thingamabobber really good. Yeah, it doesn't slide up and down as yeah. much because of the material difference. Yeah, I the love friction. It. Yep. Yeah, I've heard really good things about them. Yeah, and that's, uh, I think that's a blue sky. Yeah, I think that's a blue sky for a leader, so I kind of like that one. But I mean, you know, Are you going to bring time, it to the shit show? Yeah, it is. Because I want to see it. It's on my, I think it's on my reel. Is it? Yeah. Maybe. If How not, do you guys feel about tippet rings, out of curiosity? Other than, them. do you love use them? them? Do you yep. use them on regular leaders as well? I use them on tapered leaders. Do you use tippet rings at I all? I don't know what you're talking about. I do know the furl leader, but I haven't used one, but I know it. But what's a tippet rig? It's literally just a little metal ring that you can essentially, like, I use them on um, streamer leaders. 
So like okay. sinking leaders, basically, because you have the sink part of it, and then you have just a piece of regular like fluoro or mono tippet on the end, but it's short. And so if you trim back up into it, you trim into the actual sinking leader. So I'll put a little tippet ring. You guys are nice. looking at me like I'm crazy right now. I'll put a little tippet ring on the end of that and then drop further tippet off it so I don't have to eat into my yeah. mono on okay, it. Okay, cool. Um, so it's literally just a tiny metal ring that you essentially clinch knot onto each side Yeah. so nice. that you don't eat into your leaders. Oh, cool. The Honestly, like the, the best use for them is... I mean, what I would say the best, one of the best uses for is like summertime fishing. When you're changing your flies a little more mm, often. That makes sense, yeah. Just get your get your nine-foot tapered leader, put your tippet ring on, put another chunk, you know, put two foot off of that. Or and whatever then you all need. you do is you eat back up into the tippet, or into the tippet ring, and you never get into that tapered leader. Nice. So, I mean, you could literally fish the same tapered leader all season long. And it never gets shorter. It's really basically based around the leader getting eaten away by the elements versus by you trying right. into yeah. it. Yeah. It's they're really they're, they're nice, man, and they're super small. I mean, and they're, they're cheap, tiny, 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 cheap, super strong. I think they said they're rated for like thirty five pounds or something stupid, which is great. It depends what brand. What are they yeah. made out of? Like metal or plastic? Just, they're or literally stainless. a metal ring. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's almost like a mini um, key ring, like a really tiny, tiny, gotcha. tiny key ring. Yeah. Just I mean, a it's solid circle. I mean, I can't. I couldn't even do it justice. Maybe one of the O's on my watch. Okay. You know, just super small. It flo- I mean, it floats. Don't even worry about you know. Be like, oh, it's gonna sink. It's not. It floats. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Tippet rings. Tippet rings and fro leaders. <laughs> or cut down it's your tippet leader. We're schooling you tonight, Chaz. I did. All the beginners like me will appreciate that. <laughs> little description of a tippet ring oh yeah we don't play i don't play she might play i don't play (laughs) you know that by now (laughs) we're just gonna leave that one alone moving on (laughs) (laughs) moving on yeah let's do that um so how'd the uh how'd the calendar thing go pretty good finally dude it was good we did good this year yeah i mean We have a few calendars. I'm going to say that literally a few, and that's good because people still buy them in January, and it doesn't hurt me to have a few laying around the house. But no, I mean, I ordered half again as many as previous years, and we've sold them all, and the troops thing was amazing. And seeing those guys in that photo actually enjoying their calendar was I mean, I'm sure you guys agree how awesome. I thought it was so cool to actually get like a live photo from some unsuspecting recipients. I mean, that was what that whole thing was about, right? Was surprising and making the year for. And um, was it BJ, I think, who gave you that address? And then he posted the photo. He actually messaged me on the side. I don't know if he messaged you guys or not, but he messaged me on the side and let me know that um, one of the guys in the photo has never fly fished before. And because of receiving that calendar, when he gets back from the Middle East, he is actually going to start fly fishing. And I said, that's so cool. And when he does, you should add him to the world leaderboard nice. and get him in. That would be that's so fun. And then awesome. have him come to a shit show or whatever. Hell yeah. So I think, I mean, I would say mission accomplished on that one for sure. Definite mission accomplished. So, and I think you said you ordered what twenty or twenty five more this year in your pre order than normal, and we pretty much sold through all. Well, of them. yeah, actually, or was it, it was fifty that? more than normal. I do in previous years, which was actually a margin of like I think a third or a quarter. 
more than normal. More than normal, yeah. And nice. the, the Fly Girls calendar's taking off. I mean, the quality of the design and Which the photos you, themselves gets way better every year. Everyone sees it, and it's just going to continue. Yeah. And, you know, when I get good great photos like i've got it makes my part of the job easier and that's what part of why that's improved when does submissions for that start i do submissions during the month of july and then i design the calendar in august and that's the kind of time frame i need to sell these things people it's on people's mind to buy these calendars in september people get busy with hunting the holidays the list goes on and on well, in the holidays, Fall fishing. yeah, the holidays is a perfect time to push it too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's a great d- present. July, people get get your awesome epic photos in. It, you get Start them taken. Them. Yeah. yeah, and then you'll see us call for them in July. Yeah. Good fish handling, though. Yes, that's, that's the a best must. thing. I think that's Which one of the best things yeah. about the calendar, right? It's classy. It's pulled together. Yeah. It's really about the fishing and women who truly can fish. Yeah. It is. It's already this beautiful, badass thing when you get beautiful ladies fishing with these big old fish. And it's mm-hmm. like, it doesn't need to be anything more than that. It just doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking at, I saw a w- uh, women and waiters calendar <laughs> when I was down in Albuquerque. That one's a little different than ours, right? <laughs> it's pretty hot, man. <laughs> Whatever complain, floats your boat, Won't complain Segura. either way. <laughs> Fly girl flip all the way through. Fly girl flip. Regardless. <laughs> that's funny. That's it. Well, good, man. I'm all, that's uh I like the calendars, man. They're they're well made, they're not cheap. They're on great, you know, good thick paper, good clear photographs. They're not cheaply made, but you you sell them for a very reasonable price. Yeah. Fifteen it's bucks true. a calendar. It, I think it is, and I think going to troops for that's really reasonable. And the shipping's always going to be free. That's huge nowadays. And, I mean, the the calendar itself is just, it, it is quality. I try and keep the quality up and do different things with papers every year. And I think I've really got it dialed in now. Yeah. I'm gonna need a I'm going to need a podcast spot in there next year. <laughs> yep. We'll do it. Throw it in on That's the back. That's a great idea, actually. Throw it in on the Seriously. back page. Yeah, like, why didn't we do that last year? I don't know. Don't look at me. <laughs> I was no we in this. Yeah. <laughs> well, Good call. Are we on um, Q&A right now? No, nah, we did Q&A. Oh, we did? Okay. We're kind of in the weeds. In the weeds. I like being in the weeds. Yeah. What about Festivus? Festivus. Oh. So, for those of you that are not in the world leaderboard, we will... Explain. We'll break this down. Um, Festivus is obviously from Seinfeld. <laughs> okay, that's it's, about one of the more common it's, trout porn and trout porn world leaderboards question that I get. I'm not even kidding. Is what is Festivus? Yes, yeah. I mean, the metal pole. I usually tell people, do you have Wikipedia? Yeah, I mean, go on there, read the story about why it was created, and you'll see. And, and you know we didn't we didn't do it because because Chaz went and bought a doll for his son and had to beat some dude up. <laughs> it, you know that wasn't it. It was it was basically because this is the one chance a year to literally air your grievances with everybody and anybody, 
without any repercussions. And Comes in one day, goes in one day, and everybody moves on. That was the it premise, is. and this year was fantastic. Festivus was. came a little early this year, too. It yeah, was there great. was lots of Festivus this year. <laughs> it carried over. I yeah, felt like it, it was like a four-day, five-day. Eve, which I think everyone, including myself, was a little, okay, uh, this can probably die now. People are <laughs> trying to enjoy Christmas yeah. Eve dinner at this point. Yeah. Well, that's why I was like, hey, all right, dude. You guys got to chill out. <laughs> Calm down. You want to do that? Go somewhere else. So I think this was the first Festivus I was part of. And I think as you guys, whoever set up the Festivus group, put rookies will watch and learn or something. Yeah. Yeah, I watched and learned. But my understanding is this year was a little more active than normal. This That typically it's more of a let's hug it out. Let's all be friends and kumbaya. And this year it was a little more uh, all out. This year was a fuck your kumbaya. (laughs) (laughs) They got after it. I kind of liked everything about this year. I mean... There was, it was a, a good lot combo. more people yeah. that did the kind of kumbaya thing. And I thought one thing that was really cool is most people did more of a general fly fishing grievance yes. than a targeted at a specific person grievance. Yeah. A couple good lists and down that there. that was nice. Yeah. And, you know, we had a couple people take offense, but it gets back to the whole thing of, okay, if this post applies to you and you're that offended, there's probably something there. Exactly. Step back and think. Take it to heart, adjust, yeah. and move on. Yeah. No, that's it, man. If you're if you're going to get offended by a post that your name is not in, <laughs> nobody's put your initials in it, and nobody is referencing you, and you're going to get mad about it, then, yeah, you're probably doing something wrong. Probably need to think about it. And even if you're not doing something wrong, you're doing something that people are noticing, and people are noticing for probably not the right reasons. Right. You know? Yeah, it was a good one. Some of those, it. some of those grievances were just, like you say, especially the general fly fishing ones were just. Oh yeah. So was spot it Nathan on. Moore that came out with the list, like the top twelve or what? Or was it Marty had a list, but didn't Nathan have oh, one Mar- too? Nathan did. Yeah. yeah. Marty always has his list. <laughs> you gotta love lists Marty though. Lists are nice. We, yeah. Typically, we got lists a lot in previous years. Yeah. I thought I was gonna do a list. Whitney but had a good list, too. That I was the s- other one. I said, screw it. I'm just going to do my four or five orders. I like the way you handled it, though, dude. How you timed it. You put them out every couple hours. That was good. I, I thought every, it was good. I, I was like every two and a half hours. I was like, oh, all right, I got to go post. And the little <laughs> intro live video was so awesome. <laughs> Steve has the live videos dialed in. I liked yes. your Happy New Year's last night. I try. New Year, new world new leaderboard. Year. Happy 2017, oh, kids. Yeah. 2017. I thought it was very, very appropriate that this is going to be a banner year for World Leaderboard, but even more so for Troutport, hopefully. Yeah, yeah it's going to... A lot of things changing, getting better. For the better, Nothing for wrong sure. with that. Change is always good. For sure. Well, um, do we have a... What contest do we have going right now? Ugly Pink. Sweaters. No, Ugly Sweaters ugly is sweaters over, are actually. So, we so we're going to, yeah. So for Ugly Sweaters, we'll pull the pictures that we did yep. get. We'll put them on the world leaderboard let everybody vote. So was that just a leaderboard specific or was that no. a trial actually, point? We did it general. A, a whole general specific thing. Okay. And I think there tended to be more participation within the leaderboard Agreed. this year. But we, we did get a couple publicly. submissions outside and okay. we'll mix them all. Good. We have a pretty yeah. good prize package for that. We have a tacky box. Mm-hmm. We have Brandon Miller. Going to throw in a dozen hand tied flies. We have some trout porn swag, so we're going to put that Calendar. up. We need to put that up this week. 
Nice. Calendar. A hat. Yeah. Trout porn hat. And then pink. Talk about pink. Pink right? is yes. this week, right? Pink is tomorrow. Starting okay. tomorrow. Starts tomorrow in Sunday. And if you're wearing anything pink or have a pink control item or pink equipment, you get an extra state point. Okay. And that's WLV specific. Yeah, and really all we're doing is spreading the whole pink awareness yeah. cancer thing is, okay. is the purpose of the whole deal. Cancer thing. That thing. Okay, so we are. That covers our Facebook end of things. So the San Juan we already talked about, right? Getting there. Okay. Sorry. I do do have somewhat of an agenda. I apologize. (laughs) Somewhat. Uh, It's always the girl in the group. So it's always Instagram. That brings us to Instagram. So yeah, where we at on that? Well, an Instagram is here. I know. Yeah, where are we at on Instagram? We're rocking Instagram. <laughs> so I think I took over Instagram earlier this year. We had about 6,000 followers. Um, we're heading towards 11,000 right now. We're actually going to do a contest to push it to 12. So when we once we hit about 11.5-ish, um, we're going to have another good contest um, related to that coming out. So be on the lookout for that. I think the coolest thing, though, is just watching the uptake in the trout porn hashtag on Instagram. Trout porn yeah. specifically. Um, I mean, I think it's what doubled is what we I decided think so. one day. It's getting huge. Not that it never was, but now it's really getting yeah. big. And it's just, I think I was fortunate enough. So Chaz actually approached me about running Instagram and. I schooled him on it quite a bit about what do you really want? I didn't accept the job at first, quote unquote job. Um, hashtag not a job. Um, hashtag no pay. Hashtag no pay. Hashtag <laughs> talk hashtag to HR. Pro bono. Um, anyway, I was fortunate enough to be the one that was approached for it and really schooled him on what was he really looking for? What did he really want? And we definitely made some adjustments from the original plan. Um, but the coolest thing about Instagram is it's really about celebrating the public trout porn nation not just wlb so wlb is definitely a part of it but the fact that trout porn brand is so much bigger than just wlb wlb is a big part of trout porn but there's a whole trout porn nation behind it and our cronies um so it's super cool just to watch these people i mean some of these fish these guys catch are just insane and i'm just i'm I'm totally envious but to get to feature them to get to watch them be insta famous for a day i mean that's a fact of life right now and they love it and people love it and it's cool and they support trout porn and we support them another very common question we get is and sometimes in a nice way and sometimes in a really annoyed way is how do how do we get shared on trout porn and i've gotten them hey, here's a photo. Can you please share? And I've gotten them, why the hell haven't you shared this yet? I've sent you three emails. And so anyway, um, the best two ways to get shared on Trout Porn is to hashtag Trout Porn on Instagram or to submit a photo for points to the WLB. If you go one of those avenues... Or Facebook it, Trout Porn. Yeah, too. you can message us on Facebook and, and all that. But we're we're watching the WLB we're watching trout porn hashtags, and that's just what I would recommend for getting shared. And I think the biggest thing, at least for me on trout porn, you can speak to Facebook more because I only run Instagram, but is proper fish handling. We get a oh, lot yeah. of submissions that I totally understand that there's a whole side that handles you know, catch and keep, but we truly support catch and release. So we're really looking for proper 
trout handling. So if you're gilling the fish, I understand there may be a place for that. However, it won't be with us. Yeah, always trout handling and always quality of photos, quality of fish. Those are the things I watch for. Trout handing? Yeah. <laughs> they say trout handing? You did. Trout hand, hashtag. There's another hashtag. Anyhow, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, it's really good to get something quality. And I mean, if you post it to the WLB, we're all going to see it and that's yep. going to be a good shot. And yeah. Yeah. There's uh, yeah. there's, there's quite a bit of, there's a lot more fish activity on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Which brings me to my other domain of the world, Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we're doing a rough, good job. Dude. But I mean, Twitter's a hard platform, isn't it's it? So it's hard so to get hard. followers, and you're, I, I, I go I've, on there I've periodically. Doubled, I think I've doubled the followers, but nice. it's still there's no con. There's hardly any content. You've done, Twitter's a very specific yeah, platform yes. for a very specific thing. Between the word limitations, the letter limitations, everything yes. else. Dude, you have it. You're doing good. Yeah, it's, uh, Steve's doing something Twitter's that's rough. very difficult, and there's not any glory in it, and he's just grinding away every day. I see it, and it's <laughs> and he's getting followers. Yeah. He's doubled it. Yeah. Hey, shout shout out to Hootsuite, by the way. Whoop whoop. Uh... Love us some Hootsuite. So, next item up on the list: website. Man, that's Websites been awesome. Redesigned. It's your one-stop uh, shop now. You can go buy your calendars. What else you got? Is that just calendars? There's a, there's a podcast link there. There's a podcast There's link. literally everything up at the... All the social media links. Up at the top, there's a social media link for every single... <laughs> um, yeah. It's, ni- it's nice, man. I, I, I didn't know what to expect, and I, I thought Brandon that, did well. Yeah, he did good, and I, I see, and I'm, I'm still kind of toying with well you know what what capability should it have or mm-hmm. you know what what was the vision of uh what really should be there what shouldn't yeah. be there so i think we're still toy well not even i shouldn't say we because i'm not part of this oh, yeah. but it's a work in progress i think it's a work in progress yeah. i think anybody who has feedback Chaz, steve you guys are all yes. open to it i mean we're gonna put us a, a team page up it was it's just a matter of you know when and we're gonna add some other pages right now it's kind of a big one big page with right. all your different everything's there now that's essential but we're gonna add pages and it's think, gonna be a work in progress it and really i think is. one of the biggest things is in 2017 all the swag is gonna go to that page to trout porn yes it's all gonna yeah. come oh, in it really trout is porn. yeah in a big way and you're gonna see it's it starting swag. to happen in january and we might even have koozies i really don't want to but some Little kids are asking for it, so we'll give it a try. Careful. <laughs> so we've been trying to convince Chaz that koozies are actually a thing. Rednecks love koozies, dude. That When's it, the last time you bought koozies, a koozie, right? Steve? I don't buy koozies. You get they, but they get given to you, correct? You get them for free. So somebody bought them. Yeah. Somebody bought them. Yeah. I think dude, that's going to be yeah. some of the discussion, at least from what Chaz has told me. Again, I don't have a part in this, but from what Chaz has told me, is just some new swag items oh, yeah. to kind of update Definitely. things a little yeah. bit. I like to joke around about koozies, but we're, we're going to have lots of good new stuff on there. Koozie. Okay, so I can say this because I'm Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> koozies are white people crack. <laughs> white people love koozies. Well... <laughs> 
I, I, I'm not shitting you, dude. I'll I'll take. What that. about magnetic ones that connect your boat? That's pretty cool. I don't know about that. I li- oh. I've got some koozies. <laughs> But pe- people Shut love down. koozies, man. I do kind of like koozies. It's one of those I've things. got a few uh-huh. I like. I like my Yeti koozie. Those are nice. They're like foam kind of. Okay. And they're not collapsible like the... They're like yeah. a Yeti cup. Oh, like the, the old school koozies. ones? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've got like so. six foam koozies and they're all in my golf bag. Yeah, I've got... That's a good place for koozies is golfing. Exactly. I've got kind of quite a collection of them actually and they've all been free and... They're cool, but yeah. somebody bought them at some point, right? Yeah. Just I've saying. got, I like, I've got a Spokane Women on the Fly one. I've got a Bozeman Stampede one. I've got Anglers it. All koozies. The they're, Yeti uh, one as is top notch for sure. They're very, they're very good for giveaways. Yes, and people love people will, getaway, yeah. giveaways. Getaways too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like getaways. <laughs> yeah. So that is uh, thank new you, Brandon swag. Miller, yeah. for the new website. New yeah. swag, new website. We were talking about the website, weren't we? <laughs> yeah, and we got off on koozies. <laughs> Phrasing. YouTube channel is uh, still there. I don't know if we've had any updated content, but we'll work on that. Not a big deal. Nope. So happenings: San Juan, February eighteenth, nineteenth. Get ready. I think that that's going to be a personnel. big happening deal, the way it's looking. Yeah, it's it's already bigger than the last one. Yeah. So. How many, do you have any idea how many people are set up for it, out of curiosity? Um, I don't. Uh, just I'm from what I've look. Just from what I've seen, I'm thinking there's going to be 20, 25. I'm so excited which for is, this. I think it's going to be a blast. Which is small compared to shit show standards, but. Down there, 20, 20, 25 people is going to be a good 20, time. 25 people all surrounding the Texas Hole is kind of a big deal. Oh, 20 yeah. people say they're going right now. Okay. That's what the actual event says. What did I say? Mm-hmm. And but, there's wait, eight wait. maybes. Uh, but, Chaz, you're going to have to say 21 because I believe you're still a maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> but, I mean, there's there's more than enough river there in February. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, What do you think about floatability in flo- February? Floatability should be decent. I I think it's typically around four to five hundred around there. Oh, that's floatable. Yeah, it's on the narrow side, but definitely floatable. Yeah, I mean we we floated it last time at like three something, and it was me, James, and Scott in a boat. I think it'd be super cool if a few people just brought boats, and then we can even cycle people through the boats. Yeah. yeah. Well, and there's there's four boats down in the area already. Really? So James has access to a boat. Chris Morgan, uh, the Wright brothers, Matt Olgeen's down there with a boat. So. And then if you and if Charlie decides to bring his boat too. Yeah. So there's quite a few. It'll be good. Walking or um, It's the wand. Yeah. Walking or floating, waiting or floating, doesn't matter. You're you're gonna catch so many fish you don't even know what to do with them. That sounds perfect. I mean, literally. You're gonna have a line of forty bootlickers behind you. I don't think I've ever fished with you, Steve. This will be the first time. Uh oh. Get ready. <laughs> it's a treat. It's I'm fun. excited. It's gonna be good. It's fun. I get that big fish mojo around, so. He does. If I don't catch one, somebody will. It's true. <laughs> it's so true. So then after that, we've got the Pyramid, pyramid. Spring Fling, so which is excited. March, the end of March. Uh-huh. That's always fun up there. Get your double haul and practice in now. Yeah. And get you some weird-looking midges. Purple Thomas, one. I need you. And yeah. practice balancing. 
practice balance. Hope on your ladders. ladder doesn't break. Yeah. So uh, personal experience, Chad. Pyramid. Yeah. Reach out to uh, reach out to Whitney and Jose if you guys need any info on that. They've got that place dialed. Yeah, my Seriously. ladder became rickety over time and tippy over time. Tippy. And I had a couple incidences. I think um, Ryan is down there too. He's been staying with uh, Whitney and Jose this guide season, and I think okay. he's has it pretty dialed too. So, I mean, Jose's been posting some awesome fish to yeah, the world leaderboard. I featured just, one on Instagram the other day. Yeah, he just smoked a pig the other day. So. And then I saw Whitney posted another. Brood pond. Brood pond. And uh, that's it, really. I mean, that's that's literally the only two events we have. Right now. Right now. So I think there'll be some more coming. There's definitely going to be more. I did a post the other day, and several people have stepped up to yeah. do sh- some of these deals in Montana and Wyoming. Wyoming. Yep. Yeah. We need to get a Colorado shit show going. We just got to time that. Uh, I'll say this: if you're gonna if you're gonna do an event, just time it post spawn or pre spawn, please. Yes, that's the big thing we're doing. Ethical. Yeah, it gets back to the whole ethical thing. It's huge. Yep. Um, hunting WLB is should be well actually over today. Wrapping up. Yeah. So Whitney will be counting that mess up. <laughs> oh man. Have fun with it. <laughs> Love you, oh, Whit. boy. <laughs> I don't even want to know. No, no, no. no. That's, An event uh, on the WLB that goes for months on end. You oh, know yeah. you're going to count it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you see that post the other day about a fly swap? Yeah, that was funny. Jesus, that thing went sideways quick, dude. Well, what was funny about it? I didn't read it all. Did anybody read it all? We tried. No, but what, I thought what was funny was that a, a, swice, a fly swap is a pretty standard thing. Like, yeah. It, how you do it, and now we're gonna change it. Yeah. I mean, hey, shout out to Austin. Yeah. God. Yeah. No, he's hey, awesome. Good. Good try to introduce the curveball, but anything new? I mean, trust me, Chaz knows. I know. We're both admins. Anything new and out of the ordinary on the WLB is cause for just mass confusion. Upheaval. Well, people that have come in newer. It won't, wouldn't realize how many of those we used to do and yeah. how we got them dialed in and a process figured out and how they worked really smooth. Because we haven't done one in forever. No. So that's the, why people um, don't realize. You last know. one was last year. for stri- We year did a streamer ago. swap. Yep. So Can we give a shout-out really quick to a bunch of new people on World Leaderboard? I've been psyched. I've seen some cool states. We'll let you do that, yeah. <laughs> Go Thanks, Chaz. No, I just... I, I don't know names off the top of my head, but I've just seen like stuff in New Jersey and some other states that I've just yeah. been like, all yeah. right. Yeah, there was some And then New there Jersey was, stuff, even uh, though I know he's not new, but some good Indiana posts lately. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the other states we've had recently that are just a little bit out of the ordinary, per se, for us? Um, New Jersey. God, what was it? New Jersey was one. South Carolina has been yeah. posting. Yeah, and that's that... Uh, new kid Tyler, and he's counting points for us. Yeah. Tyler Addington he stepped up yes. and super awesome. awesome. He's from an uh, you know kind of an off the beaten path state, and it's cool. There it's it is super right cool. There's... I'm super excited about his enthusiasm about it too, and just getting yeah. involved. It's oh, yeah. cool to have him involved in things. Yeah, he'll be there's a good a, addition. There's a New Jersey fish right there. Yeah, I saw nice. that earlier. Yeah. So no, I thought New Year's Day New Jersey. It's, fish. It's New Jersey, one of those states that we never ever got one from. Um, is it a new state? I'd have to ask. 
Scott would know. Scott. Yeah. Scott Scott has the spreadsheet. So he, he literally has a spreadsheet. Does of he what really? States yeah. we've got awesome. fish from. I'll ask Scott. But I think it was because I, I made I was making jokes about catching STDs easier than you can catch a fish there. So I'm sure that's what it was. Must be like Oregon. Yeah, that's probably right. You can catch a case in Oregon. So um, last couple things. New get the go get you a hat off Etsy. By the way, yeah, yeah. Thomas awesome. uh, Thomas bought a couple there. Your wife has been you rocking introduced those. a new state this past California. week, California. California. Did you see it? Oh, it looks so really good. good. Yeah. So the California one is actually Tammy got a message on Etsy. Um, the lady that wanted obviously from California heard about the hats through her husband through the podcast. Nice. Nice. So she she's like, hey, he wants one of these hats. You know, he talks about them all the time. Sweet. You know, can you make this? Get it here by Christmas. And it was like, she placed the order like, you know, a week and a half in advance. Done Got it Christmas morning. Perfect. In his mailbox Christmas morning. Nice. Merry know. Christmas. And that's, that's, you know, and that's. Uh, I mean, the that's festivist miracle. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that comes straight from. Her husband listening to the podcast, which I don't think he's on the WLB because I haven't added anybody from California yet. But mm. uh, heard about it on the podcast, wanted a hat, ordered a hat. What? So if people go to Etsy, what do they search under Steve to get? Um, Is it Creations by Tammy? Creations by Tammy, and I th- I'm pretty sure you can search under Trout Porn also. Okay, and it comes up. But yeah, I mean, so if, hopefully maybe we'll get those even added to the website too. Maybe that'd be in nice. 2017. Yeah. To I was, things I and was have rocking people. my Wyoming one last time. You I were? Yeah. yeah. I, Casper. I don't know how it fits you. You've got a big old monstrous head. It fits like, them really me well. Better to, yeah, it really does. Dude, that it thing fits me great. Goes on I like how like, it's big. It like gets me right here. So I don't oh, know. Really? If I, well, when you're 6'4". I guess your head's more slender. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, do they, I, put a, I put a beanie on today. It was like mid-air, and I'm like, oh, this sucks. I like my ears to be covered. <laughs> so, they're nice. Get you a hat, people. And um, that's all I've got, man. What else you got? Anything else? Welcome to Colorado, Chad. Pressing. Yeah, I'm excited to fish tomorrow. I hope I can get her done in a new state. Get you one of them lake runs. <laughs> yeah, that would be so. I don't awesome. know that will be that low, but I. You uh, know, this sounds cliche, but. I'm always so excited to go take a picture at a new river, just of the river, and step foot in a new river. And if I catch a fish, I just go ballistic excited. God damn, dude, you got me teary-eyed. <laughs> Jesus. That was beautiful. <laughs> it's it's the way I feel. It's me. No, I got I hear you, man. Chazism. It's, it's always it's always, always fun to go just discover any, something anywhere new. new. That's some, like my favorite thing about fly fishing is going somewhere new. It really is. Yeah. And success will happen or it won't. Yeah. I mean, you're either, I mean, honestly, a new place is testing your skills. So mm-hmm. you'll, you'll, know if, you'll know if you're dialed in or not pretty <laughs> yeah. quick, I think. It's all about learning, learning yeah. and growing. All right. Well, that's all I've got for this podcast. And uh, stay tuned because, like I said, we've got some big guests coming up. And, um, uh, 2017 will be full of some full of some good stuff. So, yeah, Bear long live Trout Porn Nation. Yes, 
So get out, go catch you some fish, go make you some trout porn. Continue to follow us on social media. You'll find us on Facebook under Trout Porn. Join the ranks to get your state noticed by searching Trout Porn World Leaderboard. I'll make you famous. <laughs> find us on Instagram at Trout Porn Nation. Our Twitter handle is at Trout Porn. Trout Porn Podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Don't forget to visit our sponsor, 5280Angler, at 5280Angler.com. May the force be with you. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life. Hasta la vista, baby. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you, I'm out.